Well, I have a microphone and you don't. So you will listen to every word I have to say! Uh-huh. You know what I'm trying to say? I am the walrus. Are you frightened? Yes. Not nearly frightened enough. That's a bingo. Totally unacceptable. This is the Brian Suits Show. A federal gas tax. Time out. Sit in the corner, gas tax. We'll see. We'll talk about that. Hey, um, AM770 KTTH Brian Suits here. What if you can't get lithium for your electric vehicles anymore because the Chinese using slave labor? What if uh, a missing woman's body was found in uh, Ravenna? What if uh, two people, dead in Rollingford? Uh, anyway, the uh, homicide cluster possible uh, here in Seattle. And uh, great news, North Seattle. A King County homeless hotel will be opening up very soon. In fact, it opened up yesterday already. Uh, back in a second, AM 770 KTTH. Let's get you to work with our right-way traffic. AM 770 KTTH. Good morning, everybody. And a uh, first pass at text. We'll uh, check those out at 630-800-465-8770. I get some emails, Producer Greg, who is here. Welcome. Good morning. Wednesday morning, morning. by the way. Um, And um, uh, yesterday about uh, been going to Costco for 20 years, never knew about the chicken thing. Because yesterday I was talking about getting a, a couple of, you know, big, bulky chest freezers, as they're called. And I was talking about that Costco, at the end of the day, pulls the breast meat off the unsold rotisserie chickens at the end of the day, and they bag them in one-pound bags. And I'll be honest with you, I've been going to Costco since it opened, like Rose Hill, Kirkland. And that was our Sunday morning ritual, was to walk down and and get get the dollar fifty and then is it still a buck fifty for for the dog and the soda i believe it is that's one thing that they don't want to change in spite of inflation it's yeah. always going to stay 150 apparently let's hope that stays that true. was right out of college man that was a staple i and, still take advantage oh of that. yeah and also the but it used to be hebrew national they used to be kosher dogs i think they're still i don't think they're mar- but anyway um, yeah, so I, I don't know how long they've been doing that, but I, 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 what I was saying was, you know, if I have an inflation tip for you, it's that you can buy that stuff and put it in the freezer and it, it survives six months in the, fr- I, you know, I'm at six months on a couple. I usually eat them before whatever. It's two years old. No freezer burn. I, well, not if it's, um, you know, sealed. I think it adds flavoring. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, and the thing about freezer burn, eat around it. <laughs> don't just it's still the chicken just don't if you don't, don't eat the freezer burn don't eat the freezer burn but um so anyway today's frozen vegetable day uh, i'm gonna be buying a bunch of that uh but then you gotta race home uh before you know uh a- anyway so text if you have any inflation fighting tips like don't spend money on stuff that's a good one 800 uh, I debuted the Elon Musk uh, internet on uh, Kennedy on uh, Fox Business uh, last night. Okay, how was the connection, and how did your appearance go? We did a tech check, and I just told the guy like at ten thirty in the morning, uh, "I'm you know let's just link up and just leave it like this, and then you tell me if there's any uh, dropouts." And I didn't know this, but you can actually, there's a website. It's got nothing to do with uh, SpaceX or Tesla or whatever. 
And you can actually check the real-time position of American GPS, Russian GPS, which is called GLONASS, uh, the Chinese GPS, or also Starlink. And then there's something called OneWeb, which I've never heard of, but it's a, a satellite uh, internet. But you can check all the Starlinks. And, and so all of a sudden, it, it became clear to me that I, I can predict when the, the bandwidth is going to go down a bit and go back up. So it was uh, interesting. A way better picture, which is just a function of the internet. If I had fiber optic, it would it would uh, you know do well. And I'll... I, did, I did notice the clearer picture from uh, the snapshot you took. I have yet to see the appearance. Well, it was um, a selfie. It was a selfie. That wasn't a screenshot from the show. Oh, okay. okay. By the way, <laughs> speaking of, so, do you know what yesterday was? Tuesday. No, it was, uh, you're, you're so, what do you like, 90? No, yesterday was National Selfie Day. Oh, gosh, I, these days you can't keep up on. I didn't know. National Left Shoe Day. Oh, my God. And so, uh, you know, excellent use of, of uh, government money and time. The National Highway Transportation Agency, NHTSA, uh, at their Twitter feed, I, I didn't see this until uh, this, uh, just this morning. They tweeted out yesterday a little graphic, and it says, notes for hashtag National Selfie Day, inappropriate places to take a selfie. And then there's a little cartoon uh, on a cliff, and there's a guy on a cliff taking a picture. Then uh, next to a shark, and there's a guy taking a selfie next to a shark. See, he gets the shark's going to eat him. Uh, and then behind the wheel, crash. And and, and my my response is, just rename it. National Darwin Day. No more National Selfie Day. If if you'd fall off a cliff taking a selfie, you know, my my condolences to your loved ones, but you may be doing the world a favor. You know, if you if you get at taking a selfie next to a shark, again, my condolences to your loved ones. May they uh, find uh, solace uh, knowing that you you are a an object lesson for the rest of us <laughs> cuz you know what, here's the thing. I had to be told not to take a selfie next to a shark. If I thank thank golly for Nitsa, or else I was going to like jump in and take a selfie next to a shark. But uh, so anyway, no, no. Yesterday was National Selfie Day. Did you celebrate by taking a selfie? Call it National Narcissism Day. In my I get re- retroactively. I did well, but in my case, I'm trying to pimp the appearance to the KTTH uh, audience. Oh right, right so right. I, I got to do you got to do yeah. That. Um, it's um, it's it's artistic nudity. Yeah, that's what I call it. Is it's you know the film the the film called for it the the um, the director uh, pointed out how artistic it would be. Uh, well, this is this is interesting to go uh, national real quickly. Uh, I mean international. Um, a few a few hours ago, the uh, uh, unknown country uh, attacked with drones a, a Russian oil refinery physically in Russia. Not I in the saw Russian a video occupied. of that thing, and it looks like just. A little teeny drone. They're actually pretty big. It's uh, oh, okay. it was it was incorrectly identified as a Turkish Bayraktar TB2. It, it's not. It's a Israeli-made heron, like the the bird, the blue heron. It, it's actually about a thirty-foot wingspan. It's a pretty big bird, and also it it had to make it, you know, like eighty miles, and then hit very precisely. The, yeah, I think it was out of proportion because someone must have taken like a smartphone video of it from a distance and zoomed it. Yeah, 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 because the refinery workers were just sitting there smoking and joking and watching it fly by. It sounds like it needs a valve job or something, 
But it flew by and then it kamikazed into their uh, refinery, resulting in a uh, bright red uh, mushroom cloud. By the way, this is the biggest problem with the new Top Gun Maverick movie. No, no, no drones. It, yeah, it's like uh, I, I know there's this great mission that the whole movie builds up to, but couldn't you just use a drone for all of this? Hello. <laughs> so this story proves. But they, but they the do point. something. I forgot. There's some little loophole where they have to send. I forgot what it was, uh, but it was really dumb. It's like, hello, drone it, drone it. But th- this is the, here's the refinery workers just sitting around smoking at a refinery, watching a attacking drone. And now, you need to be diving. You were. So anyway, a lot of billiards, a lot of divide, divide, device. So I sounds like someone doing yard work or something, like someone I, I edging. Know. It sounds. It sounds like uh, the the guy, the normal six a.m. leaf blower, is in your neighborhood yes. again. <laughs> Turn to sleep in here. <laughs> hey, this is Greenwood. Turn it off. Turn it off. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, hey. Oh, well, you've blown up. So uh, that, that happened, and uh, uh, apparently there's other targets in Russia, so the, the Ukrainians are, are striking back. Uh, all right, when we come back, you know, uh, here's a great example of how conspiracy theories get going. Um, is is Pfizer paying off the U.S. government? Is big virus inventing viruses because it's so darn profitable? Is grandpa at the podium? Uh, yes, it, it all leads up to uh, the, the birth of a conspiracy in real time in the last uh, 12 hours. So back in a second, AM770 KTTH. Uh, yeah, just some tips like take your kayak rack off your car for you're not transporting a kayak to save gas. 800-465-8770. 800-465-8770. We'll uh, read your text here at the bottom of the hour. Let's get you to work with our right way traffic. I'm 770 KTTH. Hey, do you live up by Stone Avenue in North Seattle near the old extended stay? America? Which, by the way, I I'm wondering, did they go, are they going out of business? I like them. They're dog friendly and mm-hmm. and all that. And I was when I, when I saw they bought an old extended stay be, because certain hotel chains didn't survive the pandemic um, and all that. Anyway, you're going to have uh, 130 new neighbors up there in North Seattle. They're, what's so funny? Is the reason you find people to talk on camera, neighbors, MOS uh, <clears throat> videos, man on street videos, and they're so willing to talk is because the rest of us see who the raw material are. We, we, we you know, I don't see um, a mom and dad and the two kids and a dog sitting around a campfire homeless. I, I, I see these forlorn zombies with duct tape over their injection sites and, I mean, if you promise to make them go through rehab or something, 
then I would have no problem with with the money. But then again, they don't they don't put these homeless hotels up where I live. But anyway, I'm gonna feel bad for you folks in in North Seattle. And then again, I haven't heard. I, I wonder if there's radio media silence about the homeless hotel right next to the school, next to the Burgermaster in right off 520. Yeah, I haven't seen any updates on that in a while. Um, I I wonder if any Kirkland PD who may be listening would want to uh, email me at uh, darksecretplace at uh, protonmail.com. That's a secure email server. Remember, don't use a city of Kirkland uh, computer or issued phone. Use a uh, private email to darksecretplace at protonmail.com. But then again, it's a public record. I can go look at the police blotter and, and, and just look in that area or maybe go to Burgermaster. I don't know. Well, I think Kirkland PD is probably too consumed with that shooting of three children that were injured uh, last night, 17 years old, 13 and five, I believe. Why not, I haven't seen that in yeah, any local no, news? Not a whole lot of uh, info other than that at this point. I, I don't think anybody ended up dying in this shooting. But yeah, I was just surprised. You don't often hear about shootings in Kirkland. So that no. that story kind of surprised me this morning when not I was a, not checking a out the news. Not a shooting sort of neighborhood. Right. Um, well, th- this morning, uh, um, so the, the here here to tell us more about the new approval for the uh, Pfizer vaccine for kids under five is the CEO of Pfizer. Okay, so there's that. Well, yesterday... The, the president was asked about budget and vaccines and all thing. And he, he starts, you know, wild stab. This is, this is, this may surprise you, but he starts riffing about, there's going to be a second pandemic and the next pandemic and all this, uh, as if someone has circled a date at the world health organization for next year's pandemic. If there was ever a moment to say too soon, it'd be right now to well, talk about another pandemic. So like, here's the, here's the question. Kids, Let me fast forward. This guy goes, blah, 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 reverb, 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 echo, echo, echo. Basically, he's saying, what about Congress and money for more vaccines for 2023? There and, and how many of the nation's kids will you be able to get vaccinated before you need more money uh, from Congress? Well, we'll get through at least this year. We, we do need more money, but we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's what? going to be another pandemic. We have to think we just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. And that's not something the last outfit did very well. That's something we've been doing for fairly well. Oh really? Did did you fund a vaccine? No. Okay, then shut up about that. But um, I, I this is where I'm wondering: is he just unartful with his language? And remember, this is President. You know, so sorry, your guy dropped dead last. I can play that again. It's still one of the one of the funniest things that he's done. So stand far. up, Chuck. Come on, he dropped dead last time. Yeah, my sympathy for your loved one who dropped dead. <laughs> but that was last week. I'll, I'll get to that. But I, I mean, um. It, this is where I wonder about his mastery of the subject. Is he unaware that pandemics have accompanied human history for 100,000 years? Is he unaware of this? Is he, is he unaware that there was a fairly well-documented one in 1918? Books have been written about it. Uh, a uh, terrific book, uh, The Great Influenza by John Barry, written years ago, about six years ago. Great book. And I'm so glad I wrote it because, I mean, I read it. 
uh, because uh, it was it's weird <clears throat> how how you were able to sort of predict how 2020 would go than 2021. But uh, so so he says this. Oh, there's going to be a second pandemic. I think he means there's going to be another pandemic, and it ain't monkeypox. Um, there there just is. And, you know, we eradicated smallpox, things that kill kids, we've eradicated. But there's still going to be, you know, this one killed people over 65 and people with comorbidities and and the whole thing. But but when he says second pandemic, does he mean there's going to be more waves of corona? Because every year the common cold is when one of four coronavirus usually, and now it's going to be a fifth and there's no vaccines for those, but... Anyway, he says that there's going to be a second pandemic. And, and there's a lot of people that are like, oh, look at that. The Bilderbergers, the Pentaveret, they've slipped. They let their avatar, uh, old, old grandpotus, uh, reveal that a second pandemic is happening. Then this morning, <clears throat> the CEO of Pfizer is on the Loathsome Morning Joe with, on MSNBC. And he takes a question from someone I'm supposed to know, Walter Isaacs, or some guest um, who's compliant with MSNBC. And, I mean, talk about a softball league. Uh, listen to this question. Hey, which can easily be... So, so, oh, by the way, so assuming that you know that yesterday Biden announced that there's a second pandemic coming. So now whoever Walter Isaacs is, he, he sets him up with uh, your mRNA. A vaccine which can be easily programmed. How awesome is that? Which can easily be reprogrammed every time the spike protein of a coronavirus uh, evolves or changes. Do you think we're going to get updated mRNA vaccines every season that will be directed to each new variation of the coronavirus? And will we have to take those shots every year? I'm almost certain about it. And I say almost certain because, of course, regulators have the final say in all of that. Right, this is not a stockholder meeting. You're on. This is national TV that you're on. This is a CEO of Pfizer. What's his name? Doctor something or other Brunlau. But so, so in other words, uh, a never-ending revenue stream as long as Americans uh, have a have a memory of this national trauma that we self-inflicted over the past two years. Um, I mean, so you add those two things together and I, I guarantee, you know, go on Reddit, go on 4chan. It's going to be that uh, Biden reveals second pandemic and, and all this. Um, a, a, a epidemiologist, a, a friend's father-in-law was in private business now, but a, a UCLA medical school, 40 year epidemiologist who, who's and calling the shots on this, it's like sitting with Tom Brady watching some you know future Super Bowl and him calling the plays before they, they happen. <clears throat> he said, we have created a generation of kids that are going to be sick the rest of their lives because they didn't acquire immunity over the past two years, at the age of four, five, six, when they needed to be around other kids and needed to run around playing the dirt. They didn't uh, acquire the immunity. And I'm, I'm writing that one down. Um, it's uh, it, it's interesting uh, to me, but so anyway, that's the anatomy of a conspiracy theory because Graham Potus is unaware, evidently, that the pandemic epidemic uh, is part of, frankly, uh, the reason we've evolved the way that we have. It, it's part of, it's with us forever. Um, yeah, back in a second, AM seven seventy KTTH. Uh, we'll check your text here in just a second. Your inflation tips eight hundred four six five. 8770. Uh, let's get you to work with the right way traffic.
Hey, I'm 770 KTTH. Brian Suits here with producer Greg. Um, so uh, around 24 hours ago, a little, little uh, later, early in the morning in Wallingford, a pair of people, man and woman, found shot dead in their car. 911 calls and all that. No no idea. I, I think um, if it was a murder-suicide uh, or, or homicide, I haven't seen an update on that. And the, you know, the revenge, you know, you get on 45th, go through Greek Row. How well do you know the Seattle, Greg? You know what I'm talking uh, about? Get on 45th, get, get, go down Ravenna, and you get on that viaduct bridge downhill. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. Like if you're going to the UW golf course yes. or driving range. Yeah. Anyway, they found a woman who'd been missing, reported missing, apparently identified her remains uh, under that uh, yesterday. So, no, and they haven't uh, identified uh, the individual yet, if they're homeless or uh, whatever. So, uh, anyway, uh, uh, a pair, a pair of mysteries, plus, plus a mystery financial fugitive and his girlfriend. There's the Canadians, no, no, no less, had their throat slit at a resort in Mexico yesterday. Ugh, that's not good. Yeah. And I, I think the motive and all that is as obvious as a puppy next to a pile of poo. Um, you're seeing red headlines. Uh, actually, it's gone now from uh, Drudge about uh, the senators cutting a gun deal. Um, the more, the more I see this, uh, the the, I mean, the more I roll my eyes. I'm, number number one, the good thing is, okay, well, uh, all right, they're they're not kicking doors and grabbing guns. Um, and then the, it, there's sort of a financial incentive, a national. Uh, why don't you look into red flag laws? And if you have them, you have them. If you don't, you don't. Uh, my main concern about them is proper notice and legal representation. Okay, there, there's that. But I think if you have someone who is crazy then uh, and they possess guns and you know them, and that's that's the thing, uh, you know, you have to go in front of a judge and say, I've known this person for 10 years, five years. I've been married to him for 10 years or whatever. Fine, but that's a different thing. That's a domestic violence protection order, um, and uh, and if if you don't know this right now, if you get a DV complaint, um, you know you have to surrender firearms uh, right now. And I I'm not sure what the process. I think you can request a hearing, but thing one, you you hand them over. But anyway, they're touting that they got something that enough Republicans are going to vote for that uh, they'll they'll go for it. I've received tens of thousands of calls and letters and emails with a singular message. This is Cornyn, the Republican senator from Texas who just got booed off the stage on Sunday. Do something. Do something. Not do nothing, but do something. Texans are disgusted and outraged by what happened at Robb Elementary, and they want Congress to take appropriate action to prevent the loss of more innocent lives. So this is somebody do something, uh, you know, so I, I have less of a problem with it because this is not some sort of re- national registry or, or whatever. Um, but does it, would it have, you go back in time, go back a month, would this have stopped the shooting in Nivaldi? No. Well, would have stopped the uh, sh- shooting in Nivaldi apparently uh, is, is a police supervisor willing to say, who wants to go down there and kick the door and kill this punk? Because apparently there was a lot of people. Wow, that's just getting worse. Yes, the hearing yesterday in Texas was extremely disturbing and depressing. And the photos coming out of Robb Elementary School from the hallways where the police were 
basically biding their time, heavily armed with shields. These are, these are the shields that weren't supposed to exist for 45 minutes or something. And the door, Brian, was unlocked into the classroom. And, and this is all based on the reports that the chief was giving there at, at the scene. And what's clearly happening is other cops that were there are leaking. He, he didn't know that the door was unlocked. We can shoot the door open. Um, and and don't and stop the consideration about collateral damage and kids sitting back is uh, being a participant at this point. We can interdict this kid, um, and uh, you know because that's the thing that the New York Times today with with the thing about splitting the difference between shootings that are done when the police arrive and shootings that are still ongoing when when uh, I mean shootings that are done before the police arrive, then shootings after police arrive. Yeah, that that's this uh, rules of engagement. Uh, this tactic of you begin engaging the shooter is, is fairly common sense to anyone who's you know. And that's that's part of the part of the thing is there's no law against being terrified because guess what? Your most you know who a neighbor who was in three tours in Afghanistan and two in Iraq and whatever. Your first firefight is terrifying, um, and and then you you kind of get over it. And this is the sort of the gap in training. There's no way to simulate that. Um, but but except that the more realistic the training, it's funny. This is something that that a uh, a very America's largest county uh, has a very large SWAT team that could probably take you know launch a coup in El Salvador. And uh, a member of it uh, said, "Yeah, the more realistic the training uh, during selection, the guys will say, oh, I want to go back to patrol." Um, and and all that, and when they practice for school shootings, same deal, and and so fine, you know, filter out as many as you can. But but um, when you engage the shooter, and and this is the reason I mentioned the firefight is, you find out really fast that it's not just about putting a bullet in center mass; it's just getting bullets down range because nothing but nothing will make you question your existence on the face of the earth like a stranger shooting at you and some 18 year old in uvalde texas uh, has trained all day on call of duty with headphones on but uh has never been actually shot at and and so it's it's very frustrating and i guarantee that a bunch of the cops that were there are the ones leaking this out because they have the mark of cane on them now mm-hmm. that dude from parkland florida <clears throat> all by himself, just you know, sitting outside for whatever it was, ten minutes, or letting the shooting happen. I mean, he was full on sued, um, and or he was fired and prosecuted, and the whole thing. And and again, has the mark of Cain on him. And these cops in Uvalde, Texas, you know, most of them were local. Uh, now we're finding out the one guy whose wife was mortally wounded, and she texted him. Yeah, teacher gets shot. Her she's, husband's a cop. She's able to contact her husband and saying, I'm bleeding out, basically. Get here as fast as you can. I'm dying. He shows up with a gun. Off-duty, with his off-duty piece, and he says, I'm getting her out. And they they disarmed him and escorted him out. Sickening. Ugh, it's just the worst. Here's the head of the Texas Department of Public Safety yesterday. There's compelling evidence that the law enforcement response to the attack at Robb Elementary was an abject failure and antithetical to everything we've learned over the last two decades since the Columbine massacre. Three minutes after the subject entered the West Building, there was sufficient number of armed officers wearing body armor 
to isolate, distract, and neutralize the subject. The only thing stopping a hallway of dedicated officers from entering room 111 and 112 was the on-scene commander who decided to place the lives of officers before the lives of children. And you can hear the anger in his voice. Part of the reason he's angry is because on the day of the shooting, the chief of the district police, this Arredondo guy, lied to him. Lied to him about the chronology, about absolutely everything. And then we find out in, in transcripts and stuff, during the event, he was sending false reports. He was sending information that he knew to be false. Um, and you can you can ask yourself, what would his motive be? Because it's not like he was going to kick the door, but um, he he sent false information during a during the the entire event, and then when it was all done, when the director of public safety gets there for 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 the debrief, the, the guy gave him bad information that day. Because then that the, that first press conference, um, you notice the local chief wasn't there, but the director of public safety for the entire state of Texas is there, and he passes on what that guy told him, and it all turned out to be BS. And so this this ends, by the way, with that chief not not only who hasn't been fired yet. Not only being fired, but being prosecuted. The mayor of Vivaldi announcing yesterday, by the way, that the school will be leveled and a new one uh, rebuilt. But, you know, when they <clears throat> when they say, well, I guess this just proves that old cliche about a good guy with a gun will stop a bad guy with a gun. Well, I don't think this chief was a good guy. I, I, I think good for him. Thank you for his service. But he was a coward and um, and not not just a coward, but a lying coward. And how would you feel? We'll, we'll come back uh, with your text about this. How would you feel if you're a parent? I mean, if there's a way for this to get worse, it, it did. It just did. Because the guy lied on the day. The chief lied. Back in the second AM 770 KTTH. Let's get you to work with our right-way traffic. Some 70 KTTA Francis here. And so, uh, yeah, this is from last Friday. This is um, just because I want to reset my cringeometer. Uh, this is uh, President Biden from last Friday, and it was the uh, the CEO of the Joanne Craft Stores. <clears throat> um, he's talking to the CEO of, uh, of, of this chain, and their beloved chief financial officer had a, had a sudden unexpected death, which are the worst. And the what is he again? The empathizer in chief, or the consoler in chief? Consoler in chief. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the consoler in chief. Ready, console. And by the way, my sympathies to your the family of your uh, your, your CFO who uh, dropped dead very unexpectedly. My best to their family. It's tough stuff. God love you. What am I talking oh, about? Stand up, Chuck. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's just it's funnier because it's so tragic. You know, it, he can't be funny if he tries to be funny. But when he's when he's funny, he's corny. Yeah, you know, that was a joke, Greg. That was a joke. That was a because if you have to say that was a joke after you insult Peter Ducey, <laughs> it wasn't a joke. But uh, anyway, he dropped dead. That's what he did. He dropped dead. That's what he say at the uh, eulogy at, at the funeral. I stand here to go back, and I, I smile when I think back at the deceased who dropped dead. Just dropped dead. 
Um, <clears throat> so uh, anyway, uh, let's check your text. Some uh, one, and this is a a, a, a good inflation fighting uh, tip from a four two fiver. Save your leftovers and actually eat them instead of archiving them in the fridge for two months. Here, 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 sir. But you're a father of three. Do you, do you guys have leftovers or are you Mr. Clean Your Plate? But yeah, we have constant leftovers in our fridge. And many of them never see the light of day once they go into the fridge. And then we forget about them for weeks on end. Hey. <laughs> um, <clears throat> a 816 area code uh, Kirkland crime scene at Kingsgate. What, what that was was last night around 11 p.m. There was a. Uh, un- unknown shooter in, uh, in in very North Kirkland, the Kingsgate neighborhood, like Northeast 150th. Uh, somebody shot into a house, uh, wounding a, what is it, a 17-year-old, uh, 13-year-old, and then a 5-year-old. Uh, officers applied uh, to the, when they arrived, they applied tourniquets to the two teenagers. I hope that was arterial bleeding that you were trying to stop, because that's what it's for, but... Um, and, uh, no, no word on, um, the vehicle that they drove off with or uh, possible motives or anything, but that's what that was. Yeah. Big, here's some audio from Hannah Knowles who tweeted out uh, this video of her conversation with, I, I believe uh, a representative from uh, Kirkland PD. So what is currently happening now? What are police officers doing right now? Yeah, so officers are just, uh, processing the scene. So they're taking images, uh, they'll be collecting evidence. Uh, they're also canvassing the neighborhood. So trying to contact any, um, people that might have witnessed uh, the incident and just interviewing them and trying to find out kind of uh, the details of what led up to things, um, what they saw, and any suspect description. Do we have an update on the minors? Uh, no. Last we heard that they were all three of them are still in stable condition at Harborview. It doesn't get any more suburby than Kingsgate in Kirkland. I actually used to live there. Uh, not exactly a, a rough neighborhood or something. So it, it can be spicy, can it? <laughs> certain, yeah. certain areas. It has, it's spicy times. Um, I know home values there have skyrocketed with all the construction they've done in uh, Totem Lake there. Um, and so uh, yeah, there's 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 a lot of medical employment in the area. You want to live close to where you mm-hmm, work, mm-hmm. and you know, and all that. And also, it's a shortcut to the old Red Hook Brewery for trivia night. Which the no, old no Red Hook Brewery? Well, oh, it yeah. doesn't exist anymore. Right? No, it's on Capitol Hill. Uh, but you're right. It wasn't far from Red Hook in Woodenville. Yeah. And uh, I don't know why I know that. Um, I don't know <laughs> yeah. where the cheesecake came from, frankly. But but uh, so I but yeah, I know I know the neighborhood. And it's, it never struck me as it has it has sidewalks all through it. It's not yes, it unincorporated does. King County where you park on the lawn. Um, and that's an indicator in, in my book. The, the more cars parked on your lawn the more likely that bad stuff is going to happen there. By the way, five murders, the headline, five murders in Western Washington in about 24 hours. Well, okay. King County and Snohomish County, you know, for, for once Pierce County is, is off the goop um, on, on, on this one. Um, so five murders in Western Washington in about 24 hours. I, I haven't seen any follow up in Everett uh, in the uh, two guys shot in the head, one guy shot in the head, but living in, in what neighbors describe as a nuisance house. Um, and, and so I haven't seen an update there. Uh, the Wallingford thing is weird. Uh, 24 hours ago, two people shot in their car in Wallingford. Uh, again, Wallingford is not a very murdery, violenty, you know, kind of kind of neighborhood uh, either. And then uh, homeless uh, Delridge, which is very murdery park on your lawny 
it's a very, very spicy Seattle neighborhood. And uh, at a homeless engampment, a homeless person evidently killed a different homeless person. And this person will never be found. Um, no descriptions, no nothing, and they're they're going to give this many Fs about this particular uh, murder. So um, there, there's that. So anyway, a very murdery 24 hours, an attempted murdery 24 hours uh, here in the uh, Seattle area. Um, as I said, I'm I'm half kidding, um, but I see so many people driving around with bike racks on the top of your car. If if you're not actively Going, I mean, I, I granted, I know it's a pain in the ass to take a rack off and on, but man, I got to tell you, I think real hard about it because that that is um, uh, that that is a dra- literal a literal drag. And uh, here's another weird tip: this is NASA proved this. If you keep your car washed, that fine a fine coat of dust that you build up on over a week or something like that, will will actually affect the drag on your automobile. Um, so that's a thing. Uh, and so I'm, uh, <clears throat> I've got about a 70 mile drive. So this might actually, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to work and going home two and a half hours of the day. So I think that that's something that that's a me thing. Um, possibly. Uh, so, uh, anyway, people, people are asking where the hell is hockey? Uh, he's on a bit of a different schedule. I'll see if we can wake him up for next hour. You might have something to say about a 90-day gas tax amnesty and how wise that is. Uh, And the question asked this morning, what happens after 90 days? Oh, uh, mm, what happens after the uh, music stops? All right, uh, back next hour with the uh, looming press conference for the president. The consoler in charge is going to magically announce that he's going to lower the price of gas. Uh, because uh, and it's going to drop dead. Your CFO, who uh, dropped dead very unexpectedly. Right after the Samsung 70 KTTH.